This is an episode recording with Amy S.B. Wilson. Find her at Blind Amy on TikTok. That makes me um, unique is that um, typically if I see something going wrong or somebody needs something, uh, I'm sort of a see a need, fill a need type of type of person. And yes, I stole it from Robots, the movie. Um, <laughs> but... Um, I, I don't know. I yeah yeah. Say there's something specific, but uh, yeah yeah. So okay, so I saw on your on your TikToks you like, and I now I always do this. I don't want to sound like stalking or something, but I did just look at your Instagram briefly, and mm-hmm. I saw that you like you like to do makeup and stuff too. Yes. So like kind of what. I mean, I'm just, I don't want to sound like, an, I don't want to get sound like an interview, but like, what kind of, um, like, is there any certain thing that like, makes you like, want to do makeup or like, is there a certain thing that you like about it or whatever? So I am, um, I'm in a small, small niche because I am a blind Mary Kay consultant. And so typically people do not associate beauty consultant with blindness. So not only am I kind of different in the blindness community, but I am definitely different in the Mary Kay community. But there are more and more blind women becoming Mary Kay consultants. Um, I just had another blind person join my team last week. And so we're, you know, my plan is to uh, kind of shake up the beauty industry and be like, yeah, we're here. We're blind. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what I found. It's like so awesome about your TikTok and Instagram too, is that you like to do makeup, but it's kind of like people don't associate with like blindness with you know makeup and stuff no they do not unfortunately they the stereotype is that blind people typically look frumpy or this that or the other um and for a long time you know i got the well you don't look blind and i'm like well what did that mean (laughs) yeah um okay so kind of i just want to shift gears just kind of just to like educate some people what so what uh type of vision impairment do you have i have stargardt's disease which is a juvenile form of macular degeneration oh uh, so i yeah i is that more common like is that more common is that more like a more of a rare kind of impairment it is a rare one, although since I kind of started talking about it on TikTok, I probably had five or six people that have come forward about it. Before that, I only knew three people in real life, and I've only met them in the last five years because of the NFB. So before that, I had no clue um, about you know being around anybody else who had mine, and so it was nice to meet other people because... I could kind of compare of, okay, that's where their vision's at because the doctors have never been able to tell me. They're just like, yeah, you know, it, it is what it is. And I'm like, well, that's not very helpful. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I feel the same exact way because I have a vision impairment too. It's called fever, which is just a familial executive vitreal retinopathy. And basically um, it's apparently really, really rare. And I've, I've actually never met anybody with it. And oh, interesting. Yeah. And you can't, for me, it's kind of like, I just kind of want to explain my vision. And for you, I want you to, like, you know, and you don't have to, but I want you to, like, kind of, ex- like, explain, like, what you can see, too. So, um, I used to tell people that it was, like, if you took a pair of safety glasses and you smeared um, Vaseline inside of it and it made everything blurry, that was how my vision was when I was younger. And now that I'm I'm older... Um, I still have it where everything's blurry. I can still see stuff, but now my central vision is starting to disappear. Yeah. And it's been in the last, you know, decade that I've, I've really started to notice it. And then most recently, um, my vision's gotten to the point where I'm missing people altogether until they're right in front of my face. So there's been lots of collisions in, in my household. <laughs> because <laughs> yeah. of that. And, uh, but it's it, it, work in progress. Yeah, I can relate to that. Cause so with mine, I can't see like whatsoever out of my right eye. And in mm-hmm. my left eye, I don't know what the like, exact percentage is, but I like my peripheral vision is slowly sort of fading away. You can just kind of like, you know, in the last few years, it's like slowly kind of 
progressively faded away. And that happens with me too. Just a lot of collisions. You're like, oh, sorry, I'm blind. Right. Right. Yeah. And especially out in public. And if you, if the un- very unfortunate case for me, if you forget your cane or something at home, you're like, oh, this is going to be really rough. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, okay. So, um, with with that, with going back here to your makeup, when you, I mean, do you think, do you personally think it's more difficult or do you just think it's a thing of you don't have to necessarily see to do what you want to do with your makeup? I don't think you need to see. Uh, the only part for me is like if you're messing around with new eyeshadow colors, like for the most part, lipstick and blush can be done without sight. Um, eyeshadow uh, is where it starts getting in the dicey realm. And that's where a lot of questions come up. Um, I've realized that something as simple as eyeliner is definitely like advanced level stuff, even for me. So um, I do. um, I've actually been teaching classes virtually. That's part of what like a Mary Kay consultant does is they have what they don't call them classes. They'll call them different events or this, that or the other. But I've just been calling them classes because I've realized there's a big need in the blindness community to learn makeup. There's so many women out there that nobody's even just kind of walked them through where to play stuff. And so I've been doing the classes and, and helping people, but I had a couple people that really helped me in the last couple years to be able to understand this is where this goes. That's where that goes. And so because of my mistakes, I can pass it on and do that. Don't do that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, has I mean, like, what are some like annoying questions? I guess that people ask you. I mean, because you have a visual impairment, obviously, and and you do makeup, or and you're very. I I can just tell you, like, you're passionate about that. And like, what are what are some questions that people ask you that you think are kind of just annoying, or you're kind of like, I don't know why you would ask that. Um, it's usually in the last few years, I've honestly changed it. It used to be the you know, well, you don't look blind type of thing. And um, I've, I've, I've gotten over that one. The more I've met different people in the blindness community, I kind of have started to understand where that, that stereotype comes from in, in certain ways. So, um, but I've gotten the, you know, blind person teaching, you know, makeup, how are you going to teach me makeup? And I just do the, well, look at my face. It's fine. I do a full, full face of makeup and I've cited women that are like, Okay, you can teach me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I think that's really cool because I mean, I feel like the stereotypical thing is you have to you have to have sight to do a certain thing. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's just kind of cool that blind women and other blind people of the I mean blind community are exploring new things and we're doing things that people would have said, "Well, you can't do that a decade or two ago." Correct. Yes. Yeah. It's definitely uh, the joy of technology has helped in some ways with that as well. And speaking of that, like, what kind of technology do you use? I mean, makeup-wise or just normal household things or even just in public or anything? Um, generally, like, I, I stick with my, my, my Apple devices. Uh, I'm pretty, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Pretty stuck on those. I've got my phone and my computer which I pretty much use both of them together type of thing but um I've got the the iPad and the Apple Watch and 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 that sort of stuff but I do have my uh braille display that I will use I'm I'm really trying to get better about reading braille more often because it is one of those skills you know if you don't use it you lose it type of type of situation I've even made it a a chore for my kids that they have to remind me every day to read braille. So. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, how does the, I mean, I've, I've saw you talk about it before, but I've never really kind of looked into it, but how does the braille display work? So the braille display, it can be a device all by itself where you can put, it's got like a notepad feature in there. But the part that I like about it is I can, um, it's just Bluetooth connected to my phone. And then any app that works with voiceover will, you know, whenever it's reading you what the label is, it will show up on the Braille display. So I have friends that are way better with Braille displays than I could ever, you know, one day I will get to that, but they've just had way more experience. 
but they'll keep their sound off on their phone and then they're cruising through and like I can tell that there's certain people I know when they're on Facebook instead of listening to what I'm saying. I'm like, are you on Facebook again? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wow. Okay. Type of thing. So, I mean, like, in terms of assistive technology, have you heard of, like, I mean, eSight and stuff like that? Um, yeah, I've heard of tons of different um, uh, devices, things like that. I definitely use, I take advantage of some different apps as far as assistive tech goes. With that, for a long time, I was using the KNFB reader, and then I recently learned about seeing AI and voice stream reader and, and those different things. So I've been playing around with that. But of course, that I've been using some more of those because of my vision. But like the KNFB reader, I was able to use it to get through a summer, I had a summer uh, class. I graduated um, with my degree a few years ago, and during one of the summer classes I had, uh, they didn't get me my my audiobooks for it, and so I just used the KNFB reader to read the books um, for the semester, and and it, it got me through. So <laughs> yeah, I was very so, grateful on that. In terms of that, like audiobooks, is so is for me at least that is the main form of how I read. Oh my, I mean. For schooling and stuff, that's all my textbooks are. It's just audio and stuff. So for you, I mean, um, is that kind of the same for you? Do you, I mean, do you do much reading? And like, if so, is that your main form? Um, I, I do like to read, but um, mostly I do audio. I, I'll use Bard. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with the the Bard app or not. But um, you can get audiobooks downloaded. You can have Braille books downloaded to where people can pair it with their Braille displays, that sort of thing. And um, it's, of course, it's free depending on what's, well, I think, like, I know in Missouri we get it for free because of Wolfner Library and, and that sort of stuff. But um, but it's barred is through the National Library Service. And um so that you know that's an option but i will typically use um audible because there's books that they don't have on on bard and i'm a big self-development um junkie i guess nerd or whatever you want to call it i like those those different books so yeah i mean i mean in my like uh thing so i use i don't know if you ever heard of it it's called overdrive um but uh they have a lot of audiobooks and stuff but my main like thing is so braille i learned it uh let's see like i honestly can't remember when i didn't like wasn't learn like and actively learning mm-hmm. it uh because i mean they knew that my vision would progressively just keep getting worse and degrading um so i can't remember when i wasn't pro- like progressively and actively learning it but uh, there was a thing there was a point in time where for a few years we just didn't practice it we moved on to cane techniques and cane skills and for my uh like o&m like training classes right and so we were moving on for that and then uh last year recently we just we started braille again and like you said it's kind of like those skills that are like wow like once you stop learning it you really need to relearn it and it's yeah and so with um with that being said i've moved sort of I haven't started I mean I haven't read a full like whole book and stuff but I've started progressively trying to learn uh like braille enough to where I could probably read a book in braille right so I mean does with with stuff like that I mean like with your a uh, braille display would that would that work like that too yes yes it would so like if if I could give you know as far as a young person advice on something I wish I'd have done better when I was younger when it comes to my vision is I really wish I'd have stuck with the braille and reading it because when you're trying to use magnifiers all the time you um one your neck's cricked and I have like a permanent hump on my neck from all the leaning over and magnifiers because they were not as lightweight as they are now and and that sort of stuff back in the day but the other part about braille that like when i because i had to retake a a class on it but i i got like upset because i well it was like a happy upset 
but I learned how to spell the word there, like T-H-E-I-R. I, I kept, I always confused the I and the E and, and whatnot, but Braille helped me to, you know, make sure that, that I have the, the spelling down for those sorts of things. But I've met people that read Braille faster than what sighted people can read on print. Um, yeah. It blows me away. And that's what I, I'm like. I want to get to the point where I can give a speech with reading Braille. Because I, when I've given speeches in the past, I'm totally just like off the cuff type of type of situation. And it would be nice to, you know, formulate my thoughts written down and then, you know, execute. <laughs> like, yeah. Like yeah. Person. And so. Yeah, and like with that being said, and stuff giving okay. So I mean, you're you're not in, in like enrolled in any schools right now, right? No, no, I'm not. So yeah, with me still being in school and stuff, wouldn't I mean I don't know if they did this when you were in school, but I mean, I because I'm not sure even when you were in college or something, uh, or taking any classes. But we had so we would do like online and powerpoints and stuff, and so they 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 project them from our laptops, and it'd be and it would always be this thing of. Well, I kind of can't present because I can't see the screen and you and I, I, I can't read Braille fast enough to formulate my thoughts and mm-hmm. for each slide have a Braille note for that slide. So it would always be a thing of, well, I'd have to take a little extra time to even memorize the PowerPoint and then maybe be able to get through it. Right, right. Yeah, no, I um, I went back. I went. So this will tell you my age. I graduated high school in year 2000. Back when they were still doing audiobooks on cassette tapes. And let me tell you, that is super painful to listen to because you've got to have somebody reading it. And then once you get into like college classes, they mess up the terminology. And oh, yeah, it's you guys are spoiled with your, your audiobooks now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I noticed that you said you were upset, I mean, in a good way, but still, um, like, upsetting, like, in terms of that kind of switching gears, I mean, with your, with, uh, I mean, with your impairment and my impairment, I mean, it's a, each one of us are still kind of enrolled in that blind community automatically. Correct. So, I mean, has there ever been a point in your life where, I mean, for me, yes. I mean, but I'm just trying to go off other experiences. Has there ever been a point in your life where it's like, wow, like if this gets really triggering and like upsetting sometimes of uh, uh, like being visually impaired and stuff? So I honestly like I, I will tell people that I probably have a breakdown once every six months or once a year about my vision. I will reach a point where I get upset. I will allow myself to have a day of a pity party. And then I will brush it off and be like, all right, we, we had our moment and now we're going to, you know, move on because dwelling on things you can't, like, we have no control over our vision or how it's going to progress and, and those sorts of things. So I like to sort of focus on the things I can control instead of the things that I cannot control, because if you're focused on all the things you cannot control, you're going to be really unhappy with life. Yeah, so I mean, for me, at least, you know, when you see a sighted person, I mean, for me, so just, I mean, kind of on the same topic, this this involves what I was just saying. Are you able to drive? No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, for I me, did, it's like... I did get my uh, driver's permit, though, when I was younger, because I had a lot of friends that, um, you know, were like, oh, the test is so hard, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, yeah, whatever. So I went and took the test. I actually got my permit. <laughs> and uh, I was like, yeah, it's so hard. The blind chick can do it. People, come on, get with it. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Um, so um like in terms of that like you know if you I was, I was told I would never be able to drive which first of all that's probably a good thing because I'll be I would be a very scary driver but <laughs> um yeah uh, so I mean in terms of that when you see a sighted person you know being able to drive does that I mean you know not not necessarily dwelling but it'd be like you're like kind of like wow like don't take that for granted you know well, I, you know with the the driving thing I struggled more with it when I was younger because I was still, in that uh, adjustment phase where I wasn't a hundred percent comfortable with being blind. It's still just, you know, I, I spent a lot of my life, unfortunately focused on the things that I couldn't do, 
well, what if I wouldn't have been blind? What if this? What if that? Well, you can't control the what if. I can think about, you know, what's going to happen at some point when my, my vision does get fixed. But right now, it's I, I, it, so it was probably about five years ago. I stopped playing. I, well, I'd say it's even longer. It's probably when my son was born that I stopped playing the the what if game and just focused more on the what I'm going to do in the the future type thing. But when it comes to the the driving, you know, there are benefits to not driving. Like you'll never have to be the DD when you go out, <laughs> um, stuff like that. But- yeah. I've heard, yeah. I've heard that too before. Like, you know, there's, I like, I'll, I, I mean, even now I'm not even able to drive, but I still kind of, you know, I, like you said, once a year or like every six months, I'll let myself just have a day or so, yep. but, but you can't dwell on it. But every so often I'll do that. And people say, well, you'll never have to pay for gas. And like trying to cheer me up. I'm like, well, I mean, you're not wrong. Well, you don't have to pay for gas, but you have to pay for, you know, a taxi or your friend well, taking sure. you. Yeah. Or, you know, you're going to buy them lunch or something like that. So you're always, you mean, there's always a cost for transportation mm-hmm. and really depend on where you live. Like for where I live, it's $12 one way for me to get from my house to anywhere in town. That's wow. ridiculous. So if I want to go to the yeah. grocery store, I'm looking at a $24 round trip and I'm like, you guys are crazy. Like I'd rather yeah. wait a day, ask a friend, you know, whatever, whatever the case mm-hmm. might case might be. But like when I was, um, when my son was younger, we lived in a small town in Indiana and, um, my parents helped me out and they got me a a three wheeled bicycle. And so I just put my son in the basket and that was what my son referred to it as our car bike. Um, because we were able to get to, uh, we were able to get to most places in town. And so it wasn't, it wasn't really a, a thing as far as that goes. Yeah. Yeah. And even as like now, so I live in a small town in Indiana and now and a very rural area. And so it's kind of like, you know, if I, when I get older and if I'm, if, if we're still here, that's, that's kind of, that'll be difficult too. I mean, it'll always be, you know, asking a friend because I mean, Ubers and taxis and stuff like that, they're not, they're just not like available here. Are you just curious, but are you in North or South Indiana? Um, I'm pretty sure it's North Indiana. Okay. I, I'll, I'll go ahead and say the town cause I don't live there anymore, but I lived in Bluffton, Indiana. So I don't know if you're familiar with that set, but there's not a whole lot there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think I've been there once or twice. Yeah. Yeah. There it's, it's so spread out there in Indiana that it's transportation mm-hmm. is, is nightmarish. And yeah. And so that's one of the reasons, I mean, so in terms of we know when I get older and when I'm ready to do this in living situations living for me I've always it's been a dream to live in the city not only because of the diversity and all the culture and stuff because there's there is that option there is the transportation option you can go anywhere correct yes there I mean even within the blindness community like for me I know if I lived in um, Kansas City or St. Louis I could go and get a job right away sort of thing. But the fact that I don't live there in those areas prohibits me from getting some of those different jobs um, type of situations. So, you know, living in, in the rural area, you know, it's kind of a choice, you know, because most people live in the rural area because of family or this, that or the other. Like, I know that's the case with with my husband and, you know, we're going to stay living here because his job and, and that sort of stuff. And he's got his own health issues and whatnot but um yeah if i you know whenever i'm older or whatnot there could be a good chance i'm gonna end up living in the city just for transportation ease and and that sort of thing so yeah and it's like when you when i first tell like a sighted person and when they first meet me or something um and i'm like yeah i want to be in the city someday and they're like wait, but you're blind. Why would you want to live in the city? I'm like, I, yeah. Say opportunity. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just, yeah. And then going back to that, I mean, I don't get upset over this, but they say, well, you don't look blind. I'm like, well, okay. That, that You know, and I finally started asking people, you know, what does that, what does that look like? You know, and it was the, you know, sunglasses or the white overt eyes or, you know, of course the Hollywood's version of what blind looks like. And yeah, and that's why I'm, I'm so glad, you know, being involved with the NFB because, 
there is not one thing like blind people come from all backgrounds shapes colors creeds it does not matter like yeah sexual orientations no it does not matter yeah all out there so yeah so i mean like in terms of that and stuff um i mean so like kind of shifting gears but not i mean kind of not really but um so i feel like there's a lot of sort of stereotypes for blind people and one of them and i mean i know that i know that some blind people do actually do this but i mean i feel like the majority of people don't um sighted or like some sighted or not if you have some sort of sight or not but people think that i mean i've i've had not i mean more than i mean i've had more than one person say like when i first meet them they're like well do you want to feel my face or something mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah yeah and for me i was just, i was kind of like well that's uh, i i don't do that so <laughs> yeah i mean how I, what what is your kind of like look on that i mean do you do that or no i do not yeah um i generally when people have asked me i'm like you know no thank you I have had somebody actually grab my hand and put it on their face without me saying, go ahead. Oh, no. And so that's super awkward. Yeah. You know, I, I, you know, yeah. Go ahead. No, that that's all I got. I mean, like, yeah, oh. it's just one of those <laughs> well, things. Yeah. Awkward for, I think, all parties involved, especially like, mm-hmm. um, you know, if if my husband's with me or something like that, because he knows that that's not sort of my thing. and. He, <laughs> yeah, he's watched yeah. all sorts of people do weird stuff and whatnot and got- yeah and then yeah. you get those you get those looks so for me you know i still have some central vision mm-hmm. so in public when you have your cane out and stuff people like people don't people automatically just assume you're fully blind pretty much yes yeah <laughs> and so they give you these looks that you can see in your like, and you kind of just look back at them and my favorite thing and i know this is kind of you know just like kind of just like um like kind of sneaky or whatever but my favorite thing is to do is to look at them and see them just look away really fast (laughs) i mean that yeah back back when i um because i actually didn't use my white cane for a long time because i had enough vision to see how people reacted to me you know i you know walking on campus and people you know walking you know 10 feet around me kind of situation it just made me really uncomfortable and then of course I realized that you know me using my cane has nothing and how they react to it has nothing to do with who I am as a person it has everything to do with them and what they view blindness to be like and stuff like that so I just kind of separated the two and Mm-hmm. Now I just I use my white cane wherever, and of course I've named it and started dressing it up. And <laughs> <laughs> so, what's your what's your white cane's name? Uh, well, I have all my canes have names. My folding cane is Tapson Ford. My telescoping cane is Bella Bentley. We have a uh, I have my old cane. We've named Earl. And then I have a like a walking cane kind of thing that I I got at the Renaissance Festival because white canes do not do good like off roading like if you're yeah a trail or something like that um, or you know when I go camping I will take a, a wooden walking stick and uh, just this last weekend we we named it his, um, the canes um, named Red Coop Deville but his friends call him Coop. So, uh. <laughs> yeah, and so I even saw one of your TikToks about this. You're seeing like the different types of canes and stuff. It just came up on my like following page, and so you're t- you were showing like a telescope cane, and I okay, so I made the grand mistake once of taking that with me on we so we were hiking. Oh yeah, I, that yeah, telescope I, I on a hike. Mistake. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I made the grand mistake of taking taking a telescoping cane for hiking and it was i should it was the equivalent of not even bringing a cane pretty much yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah i took mine to uh costa rica on my honeymoon and i about threw the cane i got so mad yeah. at it so yeah yeah i feel like that's just more for like a formal sort of gathering but that's there are different occasions to use your canes is what i've come to realize and that's why I like my telescope cane for because i've actually made like covers for it and um it was back in like january yeah like december january february i was making different um 
what we call C-shirts. You know, instead of a T-shirt, it's a C-shirt kind of thing. But mm-hmm. my my telescope canes have like way more bling on them or flowers and stuff <laughs> like that, just because it's more for that special occasion, going to banquets and and that sort of thing. Yeah, and so so I kind of even kind of going back here, like so, like um, when I don't did you have your so I know you said you're kind of you kind of expressed to me you know like you kind of felt not necessarily awkward but kind of just um i guess kind of like neon kind of using your cane in public a while ago yes but so right now i did you so did you ever use your cane at all like when you were in grading school or anything um when i was so i was diagnosed when i was 10 and um i did not uh i got a cane I think my first cane I got probably in my early 20s and used used that, but it was very, very rare that I would actually use it. Yeah, so I, so I, for me, I can't, you know, just like the Braille thing, I can't remember a time where I wasn't actively practicing cane techniques. Mm-hmm. And for me, it's, it, you know, it's always been a struggle too because, and it's honestly... I'm not blaming anybody, but it's it kind of roots from the you know just the stereotypical comments of, well, in um people say, well, what's that? I mean, you know, I don't have any problem explaining, you know, what it does or what it's for. But when people, you know, they they like stare at you and you're like, <laughs> I'm just a normal person too, but it's fine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that definitely. Um you know, happens as far as, you know, people staring. Uh, I have a friend that when me and her go out, she's just like, you know, what, you know, what is the deal today? And I'm, you know, I'll do the, what's going on. She's like, people are just staring extra today and that sort of thing. And I've had different friends that stepped up, like um, went to a Mary Kay event last year. And one of the people I roomed with, it was her first time meeting me. You know, we spent three days together and by the end of it, um, somebody was just staring at me and she goes, why don't you take a picture? It lasts long. <laughs> and I was like, that is awesome. And she's like, I'm so sick of everybody staring. <laughs> no, yeah. And even me, I've kind of gotten to that point because people will just stare and stare and stare. And I've kind of gotten to that point too, where every once in a while, I'll just say, you know, take a picture. It'll last longer. You have your moments like that. I mean, you're going to, you yeah. can't be nice all the time. And that's the part where like, and I've been kind of really struggling with how to to say this because you have people in the blindness community that no matter what it's all negative and they're just mad at the world and so they take it out on sighted people but you have people you know like us who were nice we're willing to answer the questions but if you've had a day of dealing with dumbasses the whole time you're not going to necessarily want to be nicey nice by the time you've answered your 10th question you're gonna be be a little bit rude about it and it's not like you're intentional it's just after you've had so many crazy people you're just like yeah i'm not i don't i don't want to deal with you (laughs) yeah Yeah. and you know especially in a sighted person um when they ask you know when they ask 10 15 20 even questions i'm like you know you do have google and stuff you can just (laughs) you know type it in there I'm not your, I'm, you know, I don't ever say this, but like, it's not, it's like, I'm not your personal Google. <laughs> Just one of those things you think in your head. Like, I think, yeah. like, I, the thing that, okay, this is probably something that people do, but it doesn't, they don't, it's not something that, that is said. I can tell when people are not listening to me. Yeah. And it makes me want to throat punch them. Like, I, <laughs> I, I get to the point where I wish I could throat punch them. And it happens more like when I go to lobby at the Capitol and things like that. I'm like, I'm asking for five minutes of your time and you're not even looking at me. You're not paying attention. Yep. And I just want to throat punch you. Like, that is so rude. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm it- respect by talking to you and I'm trying mm-hmm. to make it quick. You can at least listen to what I have to say and we'll both be on our way. Like, <laughs> Yeah, exactly. And, you know, another thing that kind of deals with that is kind of like that's just social cues. You know, you, you listen to someone when they're talking to you. That's just a social cue mm-hmm. that you take. Mm-hmm. And so another thing like social cues, um, if you have your cane out in public, and for me, 
I've learned not to necessarily do this or, you know, and it's not a thing where like, you know, I've, I've learned to kind of try to figure it out by myself, then ask somebody like at a, like a Walmart or something, an employee, you'll ask them and you'll have your cane out very, very openly. And they'll, you'll ask them where something is and then they'll point to you. And they'll mm-hmm. point it. And I've I'm had like, that happen more times than I can count. Yeah. And I'm like, and you know, and I don't have, I mean, I'm not completely blind but it's still we're the point where like i don't know where you're pointing exactly where is there yeah yeah wh- yeah <laughs> and i hate when people use that word or when you when people say that they they're like oh it's over there mm-hmm. yep yeah and i'm like you, you gotta you gotta really tell me well and that's where the you know learning to advocate for yourself because you know when you're younger sometimes you know your parents will jump in and, and help out and stuff like that but when you get out in the the world and you you know move to a big city or whatever, you acro- you come across more dumbasses. I mean, there's just people. I actually had a person once ask me. Um, it was when I was with my ex husband. She uh, she was like, you know, I I just want to ask you guys a question. I was like, all right. She was like, I don't I don't want to be rude, but you know, I just I want to know. And I'm like, all right, what is it? She was like how how do you two communicate with one another <laughs> and I, I i i almost lost it like it took everything i had to maintain my composure because mm-hmm. i just wanted to be like honey we speak in braille like what <laughs> how else are we communicating here we talk yeah. we use words think no, yeah i know and you know it, it, it oh it's um it's it, i have those moments once in a while where it takes absolutely everything to not hit them over the head with my cane <laughs> that would be mean to the cane <laughs> <laughs> but i mean yeah there are people they're not gonna change on it like yeah. it, and especially the older ones like younger ones i'll take the time to to educate um if they are open to being educated because not yeah. everybody's open to it and so, you know, pick, pick and choose your battles. And that's why I typically like once a person's to a certain age, I'm just like, it's a lost cause. I can't, I, I, I can't do nothing because they're always going to believe the way they believe. And that's, you know, usually get, those are the people that are like, oh, you poor thing. And I, I just can't believe all the stuff you do. And yeah, and that is for me too. You know, I even have family members now mm-hmm. that, that are saying, Oh, you're so inspiring and you're so unique and interesting. I'm like, why? Because I can't see. And they're like, well, I'm like, no. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's just a thing of when people say like, I mean, yeah. And they're going to believe that too. And every single time we have a family event or function, a a big family thing, people like, I'll bring my can. People are like, oh, I didn't know you were blind. Are you still blind? (laughs) It it hasn't changed. I don't think you ever will, but it's fine. Are you still blind? Yep. 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 Sure am. <laughs> yep. <laughs> See, when when you um you know get older and you have kids, people will even step it up to where I've had people do the are you taking care of your mommy when my son yeah. was younger? Or people actually thought that I was having my son tell me when it was safe to cross the street when he was four. But I was teaching him road safety. I'm like, we look both ways. We listen for cars, you know, like mm-hmm. it was simple road safety. But people, honest to God, thought that he was the one judging if we were going to cross the street or not. I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm not having my four year old tell me if I'm crossing the street. You're insane. Like, but yeah, I know. And yeah, it'll be the same thing. You know, I'll be like, you know, just babysitting or something. And, you know, I'll if I'm babysitting, like, my cousin or something, he's a lot younger than me, and I'll, he, I babysit him sometimes, and we go into town, because I take him out to eat and stuff when I babysit him. Very nice. And, yeah, and there's people there, and he's, like, I don't know, seven or eight, and they say, oh, are you helping your big, are you helping your big brother? I'm not his brother, but I don't say anything, but something. <laughs> and he's, and they're like, are you helping your big brother cross the street and stuff? And he'll be, he'll just look at me and we'll just, I'll kind of just avoid the question and kind of just walk away. <laughs> I mean, that's what I, and why, that's what you have to do sometimes because people are just, I don't want to say the word, but I mean, people are just ignorant sometimes. Well, yes. Yeah. And, and, and I, I've, I've traveled many places. Indiana is definitely not my, uh, my, my top 10 of favorite places to visit. Yeah, but... Same. but I live here. <laughs> I might be biased because I live there, but 
yeah it's, it's yeah and it's just yeah some people i mean they're just so i mean they're gonna believe what they believe like you said and it's just a thing of well you can look it up and you can do your own research right and, i mean and, you know and if it's if it's a younger kid or something and they're like oh what's that what are you what are you doing with that you know like if I had my cane out and they're like, "What's that?" and I'll be like, "Oh, well, you know, I'll explain it to them." And then, but if it's an if it's a person, they they clearly know. And they're like, "Why do you have that thing?" And I'll be like, "You can look it up." <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm willing to answer the questions, but not if they're just ignorant. Right. Yeah, it's it's all a judgment call, you know, depending on your situations, who you're with, uh, that sort of stuff. I've had friends and family that you know don't get it and then i've had friends and family that totally do and yeah. then step up and they're like no, no no she's got this like you just you let, let, leave her alone kind of thing and yeah and you know it's it's um and, and you're not trying to be rude and because when i when i when i say that to people they they're just kind of caught off guard and i've had people say i've had to say i've you know i've been so i'm very i'm a very independent person i want to be a very independent person so i mean you know, my it's it's still ultimately up to my parents because I'm still you know, a minor and stuff. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, it's up to them. But I mean, they're very they usually because I mean, I have a phone. I can call them or text them if something happens, obviously. But they they let me be very independent, but they they still monitor 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 that very like closely. Right. And it's a thing. Well, I'll be I'll be shopping you know, by myself, I mean, they'll be in the store, but I'll just kind of wander away, and I'll be shopping by myself, and then people will come up, and I'll, and, and they'll just be like, well, are you blind? And I have my cane out, and yeah. I'll be like, nope, nope, I'm not blind. I'm good. <laughs> and, you know, you never say that, but... Just tell them you're cosplaying a character or something, yeah. even yeah. using the word cosplay would get some people to be like, what? What is, what is that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah and so kind of like moving you know forward I mean and stuff like that what are some like pet peeves that you have um in terms of life or (laughs) (laughs) well I mean just in general both um I guess a pet peeve for me is um I get frustrated with people that um you know don't don't want to help themselves they want people to to do things for them type of type of situation that's where like when i was doing the the challenge of pulling the blind card when you don't need to kind of thing i did it mm-hmm. way more when i was younger uh because i didn't understand you know the the low expectations and and things like that yeah. so now that i'm older and i sort of know what the you know the expectations are as far as what blind people can do um i my my range has gotten shorter on that type of thing but I do the you know even for people who are not in the blindness community friends or family they're like well I just can't do it and I'm like well you don't got nothing wrong with you so yeah yeah (laughs) yeah the same thing there and I I mean people in my school building they'll just say well I just can't do this and I'll be like honey I'm blind and I can still do this Mm -hmm. yeah so so I try to just limit my time to you know around those people so that way I'm not you know because I try to basically you're you're a battery you only have so much energy in the day you know you wake up in the morning you're at 100 percent. it's like your phone you know the more interactions mm-hmm. you're doing with people it can either add or take away from it so i try to be around people yeah. who are going to add to my battery and, mm-hmm. and get me more excited yeah and for those you know those people you know obviously limit your time around them don't hang around those people if they're going to do that 24 7 and like we were saying the low expectations for the blind i've had teachers say wow, I didn't know you could do that because you're blind. And I'm like, well, I think twice. (laughs) And they're like, well, do you need me to do this for you because you're blind? And whatever. Yep. And I've sort of moved away from saying, saying like, oh, yeah, sure. And I haven't done that in so long because it just makes me mad now. And I just love the shock. I just love the shock on their faces when I do something. And like, oh, I didn't know blind people could do that. Right. Yeah. No, I, I, I've been around people for, you know, over 10 years now and they're still always impressed with the, the stuff that I do. And I'm like, you've been around me, right? Like we spent time together yeah. to know, you know, what some of the, the, my capabilities are, 
but that's again it speaks more to them than it does to me and so i just kind of brush it off and yeah and and another, like another one of my huge pet peeves huge is when people like they applaud me for doing something so basic and they like so basic and they applaud me for doing it i'm like you know i'm not i'm i mean i i'm still a person see i think i got that more when i was younger but i've put myself around people now to where they're just like you want a cookie like what <laughs> yeah i'm like i mean yeah but but for me like um people still get nervous whenever i'm trying to cut up stuff for dinner uh tell me about it or just pushing around the shopping cart at, at Walmart. They're like, oh, you're going to run into somebody. I'm like, it would not be my first, probably not my last time doing it. I don't know how many yeah. people and, yeah. hit and accidentally. Me. And then they see the mm-hmm. cane or I'll just, like, before I used the cane, I'd just shout out, I'm blind, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. You know, for me, I've had people say, like, if I'm pushing a cart around like that. And I've had friends say with me that they're with me. I say, they'll say, like, we're well, going to hit somebody. And, you know, since I, since I still have some of my central vision, I tell them, well, it would probably be on purpose if I did. But, <laughs> yeah. Well, one of the tricks that I do now since I'm using my cane full time is I will go towards the front of the cart and I'll pull it behind me. I'll pull the cart oh, yeah. behind me so I can still use my cane and, and have the cart with me. Yeah. So yeah, and that's I mean that's really good too. I mean that's just yeah. And so another like huge pet peeve, and this is just for me. I know, and I don't. This is probably just for me, and I don't say anything about to people when they do this. Mm -hmm. But they call my cane a stick, and I don't know why. But I just I don't know why. I just hate when people do that. (laughs) See, I have a shirt that says uh, "I drive a stick." And so it's like in, in uh, it's the words are in print and then in, in Braille. You can feel the Braille <laughs> yeah. type of stuff. But that's where I came up with the, like, all my canes being named. Like, all their last names are cars because I'm just like, it's my car. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 And yeah. people call it a sick. I just kind of, I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> I'm not even going to go do it. it you, over the years, you will come up with some different uh, doozies, that's for sure, of how people um, interact. And, you know, the more you, you know, sort of learn those those things, um, you, you know how to deal with them more. Like, I know one of the things that I find frustrating that me and my husband have talked about, because my husband has... Um, well, I did a video on it, but he has cystic fibrosis, which is an invisible disability. So most people do not know about his disability. They just see me with a stick and they're like, oh, the blind girl. But then they always want to share how their friends, cousin, sister, brother, whatever, how they're blind and they know them. And so therefore they're cool because they know this other blind person or the, do you know Johnny? Because he's blind. And I'm like, oh yeah, we know we know everybody. And I actually said that once to a cab driver. She was like, oh, I, I, I know this blind person. And uh, I was like, oh, it, um, I was like, oh, I know all the blind people. And she was like, you do? And I was just like, oh God. <laughs> yeah. And when you make those jokes to people and stuff, sometimes you take them literally and you're like, oh, I do not feel like explaining this. <laughs> <laughs> and so, so you just say when people make the remarks of like, "Well, do you know my friend's sister's cousin's dog's neighbor's brother?" Because mm-hmm. he's blind, and I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, I know everybody." Well, the funny part is, is the more I get involved in the NFB and I've met different people, and since I'm a chapter president, I'll like if my husband will be like, "There's a blind person," and I'll seek him out, kind of thing. Um, I've got a couple of my chapter members because I've, uh, well, my husband like stalked them or that's what we we tease and we're like yeah we stalked you guys for a while but they, <laughs> they, they joined the chapters you know and they're like man if we would have you know gotten a hold of you guys sooner i was like i know yeah just would have listened but um uh yeah <laughs> yeah no yeah and i understand that too because i mean it's it's not like a pheromone thing but as a blind person you can just like you just know when another blind person is there well there's uh, you, like you but like whenever i go out into public now my and my husband is obviously sighted but he'll 
you know, he knows who I know. And mm-hmm. so he'll be able to just tell me like, there's that person or there's that person. Or even if we've went out of town, I ran into people I actually know who were blind. And so like, this is awesome. <laughs> kind of thing. Yeah. And kind of referring to that. And if I'm in public or something and someone comes up behind me and they say like, Oh, Hey Gunner, it's me. And like, I'll look or, or they'll just come up behind me and I, I prefer them to say like their name and whatever and then I'll, but some of the times they'll just come up behind me and they'll be like boo and I'll turn around and I'll be like I can't see you who are you <laughs> see I'd get the uh oh it's so good to see you Amy and they'll have like a two-minute conversation with me and I'm like who are you or like I, oh, and, I do the exact same thing or they'll walk away and I'll talk to the person <laughs> I'm with I'm like who was that they're like I don't know and I'm like I don't know either like if they I know, know. Me, they know I'm blind yes and my very very much sighted parents think that's so weird I'll just talk to them I have a I'll have a full-on conversation with them and then 15 <laughs> 20 minutes later I'll be like anyways who was that <laughs> yeah and they'd be like oh that was your kindergarten teacher or something like that <laughs> <laughs> and what makes it worse like you said what makes it 10 times worse they'll say well i don't know exactly yeah it's like well i don't know who it was well all right that's okay <laughs> i can have a chat with a random stranger i wouldn't even know <laughs> we're friendly like that yeah, <laughs> yeah we're, we're very very friendly like that that's funny yeah well i think that pretty much like wraps up the topics that i wanted to cover is there anything that you wanted to just say um not that i can think of i mean you know if people ever have questions about blindness i'm i'm pretty much an open book you know whether it's finding me on tiktok or facebook or whatever Mm -hmm. i tend to um want to help help younger people so uh it's I just, I know how much I struggled when I was younger being in a, cause I was raised in a small town and didn't really know other blind people. So I, I know what that, that feels like. And, um, you know, if I can, my goal is if I can help one person a day, I've, I've done my job. So yeah. Yeah. That's all right. Just... Well, thank you so much for joining me. Not a problem. Not yep, a problem. Thank you. thank you. Bye. Bye. Again, that was Amy Wilson on our podcast today. Her name on TikTok is Blind Amy, and she's a really big inspiration to the blind community and to just me in general. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast today. We will see you next Saturday on Tea Time.